All right, it's time for another episode of Stone Grace Podcast. I'm Zoner, and I'm all alone again. Colin decided that he needed to spend some time in Oregon this week, and he managed to die while he was trying to take off a Christmas sweater. It was very tragic, very messy. But hey, at least it was a good-looking sweater as far as Christmas sweaters go. You know, there is that adage that Christmas sweaters should be ugly. His was pretty epic. Also, my apologies for no episode last week. I was on a bus with, I don't know, 50 or so high school marching band students in San Antonio. And Colin was going to enlist Jake from Movies That Make Us and record what I'm sure was going to be an epic episode. But he managed to get called away for work and ended up getting killed by a truck hauling a load of potatoes in Idaho. I find it ironic, though, that the potatoes were the ones doing the mashing and not Colin. But at least he got better, at least until that tragic Christmas sweater accident that happened just the other day. But, you know, dude has now been killed by pants and a sweater. I'm assuming the next thing up is going to be his socks. Maybe. I should probably remember that, though, for a future episode. It's always difficult to try and find a way to kill this guy. I'm not a very good hitman, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, we are back. Well, I'm back. And based on some of the feedback that I have received over the past few episodes, it seems that y'all like the short episodes with just me covering a few topics. I'm looking at the statistics. Our numbers are up and people are listening. So I'm guessing that this is a good thing. When I brought Stolen Droids back, I actually envisioned doing a podcast similar to this, you know, me talking for 10 or 15 minutes on just one or two topics. Is this something that you would like? Because if it is, you might be pleased with an idea that I'm kicking around in my head. And by the way, this is probably news to Colin. I think I may have mentioned it to him previously, like six months ago. But since he's dead, I kind of get to do what I want. And regardless, you know, let me know what you think about it. Send your thoughts to feedback at stolendroids.com or let us know your thoughts via social media, you know, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Hit us up there. Let us know if you would like to see me do just a quick little short podcast one or two times a week, probably once a week because busy and all. But speaking of social media, a few days ago, we did ask the question on our social media channels, on all of them, when is it appropriate to begin listening to Christmas music? The question came to my mind as I got in the car expecting to hear something other than Christmas music on the radio. Nope. I was thinking I was going to get Margaritaville radio or E Street Band radio, something. The Billy Joel channel is back. I was expecting something that's not Christmas music. Of course, these are all channels on Sirius XM. And my wife was driving the car, and apparently now Channel 70 is now all Christmas all the time. I don't know when it began, but it began. And it's not even December yet. So I I was wondering, you know, when is it appropriate to begin listening to this? We got some really good answers. We did get some that weren't so good. Well, they were all good. There were some that I don't agree with. Some of y'all are wrong. I'm not going to say, though, who is wrong because I want to keep you guessing. But just know some of y'all are wrong. And if you haven't chimed in yet, let us know. It seems that Facebook is getting the most activity on that post. 
Uh, but we did, again, get some feedback via Twitter and Instagram. So thanks for those of you who have chimed in. If you haven't chimed in yet, let us know. I'm curious what you think. And I'll probably be posting some questions like this over the next few weeks, maybe. You know, when is it appropriate to turn on your Christmas lights? How early are you Christmas shopping? Stuff like that. Just normal inquiring minds want to know stuff. But we do have some stuff that I, other than Christmas questions, that I would like to talk about. The Batman. This is the 2021 film that's directed by Matt Reeves. We've got some casting news. Robert Pattinson, you may remember, was cast as Bruce Wayne slash Batman. And then within the last couple of weeks, I haven't had a chance to talk about this much. But we had Zoe Kravitz, who was cast as Catwoman, Selena Kyle. I don't know much about Zoe Kravitz, other than she's Lenny Kravitz's daughter. I haven't really seen anything with her in it, so I don't know how well she will be in terms of an actress. However, people are losing their mind over the fact that she's not white, that she's African-American. And to that I say, who cares? Did you all forget that Eartha Kitt was Catwoman in the 1960s TV show? It's not like they haven't done this before, people. So really, who cares? If she can act, she can act and she can do the role. Let's just hold our judgment and wait and see what happens. Y'all geeks need to stop freaking out over every little casting news that comes out and pissing off all of these actors and actresses and directors and everybody else. Just chill, man. It's okay. Wait and see the movie. If you don't want to see the movie because you don't like the casting choices, then don't go see the movie. It's all right. They also have cast Paul Dano as the Riddler. And Oswald Cobblepot slash Penguin is rumored to be played by Colin Farrell. And Andy Serkis is in talks to play Alfred. That's pretty cool. I'm excited for this. I don't know about Robert Pattinson. I don't know about Zoe Kravitz. Colin Farrell's a good actor. Andy Serkis is a great actor. Let's just wait and see what happens. It could be that the movie is fantastic and everybody loves it. Or it could be that the movie is a giant steaming turd and everybody hates it. We're not going to know until it actually comes out. We have our thoughts based on what Warner Brothers has done with Batman movies in the last couple of years. You know, Suicide Squad technically wasn't a Batman movie, but Batman was in it. And then we've got Batman v Superman and Justice League. Those weren't great movies. They were fun. I enjoyed them, but they had a lot of issues. They had a lot of issues, in fact. I could do a whole show on that. In fact, Movies That Make Us did do a whole show on that. Wondering when it was that DC crapped the bed. If you haven't checked that out, go listen. It's a great episode. A lot of fun. But, you know, I'm just tired of everybody losing their minds over casting rumors. Everybody lost their mind over Heath Ledger when he was cast as the Joker. And Dude ended up winning an Academy Award for it. With Joker, the way that it's been performing recently and, and the way that I enjoyed it, the critical acclaim that that movie is getting, who knows, maybe the Batman will be on par with that. Or maybe it'll be another Suicide Squad. We don't know until the movie comes out. So just chill out. Sit back, relax. When the movie comes out, go see it. Then you can criticize it. I'm sick of all you geeks freaking out over every little bit. 
But, you know, it is fun. It's the internet. It's what we do. And we are entitled to our opinions. Sometimes, though, you just need to keep it to yourself until it's an appropriate time. Speaking of opinions, I got an opinion on Castle Rock. That's the Hulu season that's, or the Hulu series, rather, that's based on Stephen King's stories. It's not really a Stephen King show per se, but it's got all of his characters and takes place in Castle Rock, Maine, and it's a lot of fun. I binge-watched season one, and I've been waiting for season two, which finally hit within the last few weeks. And I started binging season two. I I wasn't able to jump on it as soon as it hit. And then I realized after episode five that they're releasing them one per week, which really impedes my ability to binge watch the show. If I want to wait eight weeks after it comes out, then yeah, I can binge it all. But I've been waiting for this. It's it's fantastic. I didn't want to wait anymore. Jack Ryan season two came out. I binged that whole thing on a bus driving down to San Antonio. It was eight episodes, I believe. I got a five-hour drive to San Antonio. I sat there and I watched the entire thing. It was amazing, by the way. So if you haven't checked out Jack Ryan yet on Amazon Prime, go watch it. There's two seasons now. John Krasinski did an amazing job. Who would have thought that Jim Halpert would be an action star? I know I didn't, but... This leads me to wonder, we've got The Mandalorian coming out here in the next few weeks, or excuse me, in the next few days. By the time you hear this, it will already have dropped the first episode. I say the first episode because they're not releasing them all at the same time, which I think sucks. I like being able to just sit down and watch an entire season of a show and then wait six months or a year for the next season and then jump in and watch the entire season as it comes out and and just do it. Disney Plus, though, when they release The Mandalorian, they're dropping episode one on November 12th. They're dropping episode two on the 15th. And then after that, it's every seven days, the 22nd, the 29th, uh, December 6th, 13th, 18th. And then the final episode will air on December 27th. Do you like this kind of traditional release schedule with these episodes, with these TV shows? I mean, because that's really what they are. It's a TV show. Yeah, we're watching it on our computer or our phone or whatever, but it's a TV show. I personally like to just sit down and binge the whole thing. I remember when Daredevil season one came out, I was coming off of a surgery. I can't remember what it was. Maybe I do. I probably shouldn't discuss it if it's the one I'm thinking of. But I was coming off of a surgery and I remember sitting in my bedroom in my recliner for two days watching Daredevil season one. It was wonderful. I just did back to back to back and and then I had to go to bed and I woke up the next morning and I finished it off and it was great. I like that. I don't know that I like having to wait a week in between episodes, especially on some of these really, really high quality shows like Castle Rock or like I expect The Mandalorian to be. I don't want to wait, though, and be behind the curve as the episodes come out. So that puts me in a really tight spot. I just, I don't know what to do. How do you all handle it? Do you wait for all the episodes to be released and then just binge them? Or do you watch them as they're released? Let me know. Feedback at SolonDroids.com. And speaking of Star Wars, 
we've got a lot of uh, Disney Plus news tonight, and then we've also got some Star Wars news. So Star Wars kind of is a little bit lost at this point. They don't know where they're going with anything other than what they've already announced. Obi-Wan Kenobi series. There's a few other series that are going to be popping up on Disney+. Plus, But there was a big, big, I guess headline would be, would be the word, where David Benioff and D.B. Weiss have stepped away from their planned series of Star Wars films. These are the guys who did Game of Thrones, and they were going to do a Star Wars trilogy. A lot of people have been excited for this because, you know, oh, the guys who did Game of Thrones are now entering the Star Wars universe. That's a good thing, right? Well, apparently, they also signed a deal with Netflix. And there are only so many hours in the day. And the two felt that they couldn't do justice to both Star Wars and their Netflix projects, so they were stepping away. But it's rumored that the reason for their exit is actually a little bit more complicated than that. Both The Hollywood Reporter and Variety are saying that their Netflix deal may have raised some concerns about their ability to prioritize Star Wars, especially in the eyes of Kathleen Kennedy. Now, The Hollywood Reporter writes, quote, Kennedy was not convinced the pair, known for focusing on one project at a time, could truly juggle a sci-fi trilogy while overseeing film and TV projects at Netflix. Sources say the duo shopped for a new overall deal over the summer. They told potential suitors that they planned to juggle new projects and work on Star Wars at the same time, end quote. Now, it was rumored that as they were developing their Star Wars trilogy, that it was going to be set long before the Skywalker saga, and focus on the origins of the Jedi, which is something that people have been wanting. You know, we want a Knights of the Old Republic series. We want something that takes place a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Not something that we've seen over and over and over again. And even then, it's still not something that Lucasfilm was was comfortable with, maybe. I don't know. I mean, they signed this $250 million deal with Netflix. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. And they, the people at at Lucasfilm wanted them to just focus on Star Wars, which I totally get. I totally get that. But you get $250 million from someone, you're going to give them your attention as well. Now, it also sounds like there may be some other factors that have played a role in their exit. Apparently, the two were reluctant to come on to a franchise that has such a vocal fan base. Now, this kind of goes with what I was talking about with the Batman casting rumors and the casting news. People are hostile. People wanted the final season of Game of Thrones to be remade with, quote, competent writers. There was a petition on change.org for that, and over a million people actually signed it. We joked about that on one of our episodes in the past. And these guys were apparently reluctant to jump into a, a project that has such a toxic fandom. And let's face it, a lot of you Star Wars geeks out there are toxic. Look at how you've driven away so many people from social media that are associated with Star Wars franchises. 
This isn't cool. This is not how we are supposed to be acting as humans, let alone as a geek community. We need to be pulling together and supporting each other, not pissing on each other and driving each other to near suicide, as was the case with Ahmed Best, who played Jar Jar Binks. And so, you know, they they start thinking, maybe this this is not what we want. Life's too short for this stuff. And as a result, we now have more directors who have exited Star Wars movies versus those who have actually made them. I don't know what to say. We've still possibly got something coming from Ryan Johnson, but even he doesn't know what's up. There's been some stories floating around for almost a year now that the dude is done with Star Wars. And then there will be something that comes out and says, nope, just kidding. He's really not done with Star Wars. And I saw something within the last week that says, ah, he might be done with Star Wars, but he doesn't know. I mean, even he doesn't know what's going on, which I take as not a very good sign. I guess we'll just wait and see what happens with him. But who knows? But I will say this, and, and this kind of seems to be starting off as a theme, which I didn't intend it to be. But hey, if it's there, let's roll with it. it Got to stop being so toxic, people. Let's just be happy. Life's too short, you know? There's a lot of crap out there. We need to just gather around each other and support each other. This is stupid. We don't need to be making each other's lives difficult. Disney Plus is coming out this week. In fact, by the time you listen to it, it should already be out. It will be launching on November 12th at 6 a.m. Eastern Time. I am ready for it. My alarm is set to go off at like 6 a.m. anyways. So, of course, I'm in central time. But I will probably start watching stuff that day. I've got two girls, a two and a three-year-old. I'm sure they're just going to be watching Disney all day long. Or at least as much as the nanny allows them to. But, hey, that's, that's not a bad thing, is it? Disney's awesome. I love Disney. But... There's some changes here that Disney has has kind of hit. You know, we've talked a, a little bit about some of these. They've said that they're not going to be running ads on their network. That Disney Plus is just going to be for Disney content. And they're not going to give us all the ads and all the other stuff. But apparently that's not 100% accurate. It looks like they will actually be running an ad for stars. When you sign up for the service, you will be seeing an ad for stars. This will happen when you sign up for either Disney Plus or ESPN Plus. And they did this in order to get some of the streaming rights back to their movies. Stars right now owns the streaming rights to films like The Force Awakens. And they're trying to get those rights back. Now, we've been told that these rights will not be available, on, or excuse me, that these films will not be available on Disney Plus at launch. And so, what is Disney to do? So, Disney CEO Bob Iger said that, you know, we're going to go and we're going to get this. And they're doing what it takes. And if running an ad to prompt you to sign up for stars after you sign up for the service is what it takes, then that's what it's going to do. Bob Iger said, quote, it's clear that from a library perspective, while there's certainly a lot of volume, 
The recent studio slate will not fully be available at any one time because of existing deals, and it would take time for those rights ultimately to revert back to us. Now, by April 2019, that was no longer the case. That's what he said in an analyst's call in 2018. And, you know, now it looks like we'll have the first two trilogies plus The Force Awakens and Rogue One. And then Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker and Solo A Star Wars Story will be available within the first year. The Last Jedi should also be available to stream on Disney Plus once Disney's contract with Netflix expires at the end of this year. I've noticed that there's a lot of stuff that Disney is doing to get ready for their Disney Plus launch. My daughters love to watch the Disney Go app. All of the Disney, different Disney channels and what, or excuse me, different Disney shows from the various Disney channels that they can check out. And of course, there's only maybe three or four episodes up at a time. But today we were looking for some stuff to watch. Yesterday we were looking for some stuff to watch. And a lot of those shows are gone. And those shows that are still there only have maybe one or two episodes available. So it looks like Disney is really gearing up for their Disney Plus launch. And it's interesting because we are coming down to the final hours before this. And there are some concerns among Amazon users. And this is something that we talked about previously. But there were some concerns because Amazon didn't have a deal with Disney Plus. They weren't going to be able to watch the service on any of their Amazon Fire devices. Well, Disney has just signed a deal. They made an announcement that it will it will now work on Amazon Fire devices. So that is good news. You don't need to worry about it. If you've got an Amazon Fire device, you will be able to watch Disney Plus on that device. And as speaking of watching stuff, Disney Plus has been running kind of a beta test of sorts in the Netherlands over the past few months. And there's some market research that has come out that shows what the users have been watching since Disney Plus launched with that trial run. It's called Similar Web, and they found that Avengers Infinity War was the most streamed program, and Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was the runner-up. In third place came Star Wars The Clone Wars. I think that that's interesting that so many people are starting to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Or maybe they've already watched it and they're watching it again. I don't know. I'm way behind on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as we've talked about here. I'm just trying to get caught up on Black Lightning right now. I'm about halfway through season two so that I can jump into the Arrow versus Crisis on Infinite Earths, knowing everything that's going on with every show and every character. But I find it interesting that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. came in so high. And despite that, ABC still canceled it. They're not going to be airing it anymore, which makes me wonder, will Disney Plus pick it up and continue producing new episodes? I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But, you know, they're estimated that there's going to be 101 million paying subscribers by 2025. Launch day, I think, is going to be insane. And I'm hoping that launch day goes smooth for them mainly because I want to take advantage of it. I really want to watch stuff and I don't want to be met with down servers and buffering issues and all sorts of crap. 
Bob Iger, though, did say that in the Netherlands trial, the demographics were far broader than a lot of people expected them to be. Apparently, families, children, adult men, adult women, everybody found something in Disney Plus that they were able to watch and enjoy. So I think that that is not a good sign for Netflix. I think that Netflix may be in trouble. I find that I'm watching Netflix less and less lately. And I'm just kind of waiting for some of the shows that I like to hit Netflix, you know, Stranger Things, stuff like that. But with Disney owning so much of the media, so much of the TV libraries out there, so much of pretty much just everything, I think that Disney Plus may may prove a formidable opponent to Netflix. But what do you guys think? Send me your thoughts. Feedback at StolenDroids.com. We will be back next week with a new episode. Colin will hopefully have resurrected himself from his Christmas sweater incident, which there's pictures of it. It's hilarious. It's freaking awesome. I'll try and post some on the website here so that y'all can see because it's just awesome. There's no excuse for, for not sharing this because they're just fantastic photos. But until then, you know, hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Stolen Droids. Also, send us your thoughts, feedback at StolenDroids.com. Happy to, you know, answer any questions that you may have. Happy to read your feedback if you want. We have gotten a lot of feedback that I just haven't read. It's come to me via Twitter. It's come to me via Facebook and a few other places. But I'm glad to hear that you guys are out there. I'm glad to know that y'all are enjoying the show. And again, let me know your thoughts on just a quick 10 minute, 15 minute episode each week of just me. I'm very curious if that's something that would be interesting to you as our listener. And we do have some changes coming with Stolen Droids podcast here. We are approaching episode 400. We are working on some awesomeness for that. But, you know, until then, uh, we'll keep doing what we keep doing. You keep doing what you do, and in the meantime, while you're doing that, be good to each other, and we will see you next time. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.